Pastor Henry Harner, the Renewal Singers, and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Acts chapter 1, moving on to verses 21 through 26. These verses continue Peter's address to the assembled believers that have gathered in Jerusalem to await the promised coming of the Holy Spirit. On our previous study, taken from the first part of Peter's address, he pointed out the actions of Judas that led to his death. Now, here in verses 21 through 26, the subject will be the replacement of Judas. Here is what Dr. Luke writes. So now we must choose someone else to take Judas's place and to join us as witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. Let us select someone who has been with us constantly from our first association with the Lord from the time he was baptized by John until the day that he was taken from us into heaven. The assembly nominated two men, Joseph, Justus, also called Barsabbas, and Matthias. Then they all prayed for the right man to be chosen. O Lord, they said, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas, the traitor, who has gone on to his proper place. Then they cast lots, and in this manner Matthias was chosen and became an apostle with the other eleven. There's a little mountain church in my thoughts of yesterday Taught the straight and narrow way From what few coins the congregation could afford Dressed in all our Sunday best We sat on pews of solid oak And I remember how our voices filled the air Our choir was sounding like an angel On those high soprano notes When the roll is called up yonder I'll be Looking back now, that little mountain church house has become my life's cornerstone. It was there in that little mountain church house I first heard the word base my life upon. Sunday singings and dinners on the ground Many were the souls that were revived While the brothers and the sisters Who'd gone on to glory land Slept in peace in the maple grove nearby Looking back down that little mountain church house Has become my life's cornerstone Church has become 
My life's gonna stone It was there in that little mountain church house I first heard the word to base my life upon I first heard the word to base my life upon The replacement for Judas had to be someone that had ministered publicly with Jesus and the other twelve. From the time of the baptism of Christ to his ascension, he also had to be a witness of Christ's resurrection. Apparently, from Luke's record, several men met this requirement. On this occasion, however, the believers were selecting someone to become an official witness to the resurrection, thus a twelfth apostle. Now here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. It seems that the ability to lead is something few people possess. On the other hand, perhaps the ability to follow is something even fewer possess, at least in our part of the world. The Apostle Peter took leadership. Here were 120 persons gathered according to Luke in the Acts chapter 1. They had prayed. Perhaps that exercise had focused their attention on a need. Judas' defection and death had left them one apostle short. They needed twelve, there were only eleven. Why precisely twelve is not known. But these twelve became the foundation of the church, the new people of God. While Peter takes leadership, he and the other ten do not choose the successor to Judas. All of the 120 persons were involved in this selection. Peter only surfaces the need for one. A certain amount of democracy is evident from the very beginning of the church. All took part in the election of a leader. Perhaps there is an important principle here with respect to leadership selection in the church. All were involved in the process. It should be noted, too, that there is no hint or support here for apostolic succession or any basis for some kind of episcopal structure. Notice that Peter exhibits the mark of a good spiritual leader. He notes a need. He brings it to the attention of the whole group. Jesus had chosen twelve. One had defected and died, so there was a vacancy that needed to be filled. But Peter does something else that's indicative of a good spiritual leader. He goes immediately to the Scripture. Action is needed, but the basis for any action must be found in the Scripture. The problem was Judas's defection and the vacancy that created. Evidently, Peter had learned well from Jesus. On two earlier occasions, Jesus spoke about the failure of Judas, and both times, he had noted that Scripture had been fulfilled. So, Peter follows suit. Once when Jesus and his group had been eating together, Jesus, referring to Judas, said, He who shares my bread has lifted up his heel against me. That was a quote from Psalm 41.9, where David writes, Even my close friend whom I trusted, he who shared my bread has lifted up his heel against me. Jesus quotes this verse and refers to Judas, who was at the table with him. Again in John chapter 17, where Jesus prayed for his disciples, referring to Judas, Jesus, speaking to God in prayer, said, 
None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the Scripture would be fulfilled. So Peter, with respect to the same Judas, also goes to Scripture, just like Jesus did. He quotes different verses. He quotes from Psalm 69, verse 25 first. Of course, Judas was not mentioned by name in Psalm 69. That's a royal psalm attributed to David. Since it discusses the king of Israel, it was early considered messianic, since the Messiah was to be the king. Therefore, the enemies of the king, of which this psalm speaks, were also the enemies of the Messiah. Judas had certainly been an enemy of the Messiah. So Peter finds in the words of Psalm 69 a reference to Judas. David may have had a particular traitor in mind, perhaps Ahithophel. But by association, Peter finds these words describing the case of Judas Iscariot. The second quote is taken from Psalm 109, verse 8. This, too, is a prayer of David. We call it an imprecatory psalm. David prays that a certain enemy may die and be replaced, presumably by a friend. David's words are, may his days be few, may another take his place of leadership. Peter picks up just that last part, may another take his place of leadership, and refers that to their problem at hand, the vacancy created by Judas' defection. So Peter, a wise spiritual leader, following the example of Christ, quotes Scripture for support. But before the selection process begins, Peter notes the qualifications. Here is what he writes, Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they proposed two men. Joseph called Bar Sabas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they drew lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, so he was added to the eleven apostles. This is a fascinating account of how these early Christians solved a problem in their effort to begin and continue their witness to the ends of the earth. I'll come back to these verses tomorrow. Our hearts and sing as one we have.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.